Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. All right, welcome to the show, Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick Eber, along with my good friend and co-host, Kartik Krishnaya. Kartik, big day in football. Mm, just kidding. Uh, it is uh, international. It's Euro qualifiers. It's international money-spinning friendlies. It's all the stuff that we hate that interrupts our beloved Premier League and European leagues. But, oh, well, I guess we have to talk about it. Uh, yeah, I was uh, uh, thinking that I was going to be watching a championship game. I mean, I'm serious. I'm just conditioned to this. Friday, I'm in my office. It's about 2.30. I'm thinking, okay, there's a championship game on ESPN+. Plus. There's a Bundesliga match on Fox. Uh, which am I going to watch? Let me see if the championship game is better than the Bundesliga. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's right. It's an international break. And we've hit the weekend. So, But it turned out Germany was playing Holland. At that time, and that was that was an interesting game. And obviously, that's uh, always going to be uh, one of the biggest rivalries in, in world football at yeah, the international level. That's, that's always going to be a good game. And that's really our talking points today. I mean, uh, the Germany Holland game was uh, you know it's a great rivalry. It was a it, it was a it was a great game. Uh, that's what we you know that's what we look for. But uh, I know England play tomorrow, so uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about that. Uh, and, of course, there's this story about uh, Major League Soccer uh, basically having a tizzy fit with their fans for, quote, violating their, shall we say, uh, non-political their, their non-political standpoint for no political displays or any of that nonsense. Uh, We've got to talk about it. Major League Soccer, definitely. They, uh, seriously, I, uh, what is it with these people, Kartik? I mean, they wish. I, I think Don Garber wishes he was the... Uh, he was a commissioner of the NFL. Yeah, I think he does it, and he doesn't know the fan base. Uh, football in this country, uh, or uh, uh, traditional football, not American football, uh, soccer in this country has a, uh, a very different demographic that supports the sport than uh, the NFL with very different political than the majority of American football fans. Uh, yeah. And I think he just doesn't know that. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, we're going to step aside, take a break. We'll be right back to kick it all off here on Fifth Street Soccer. Don't go anywhere. Do you 
think all premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Now's the time to travel and be with the people you care about the most. And at Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn Express, we're helping you be there for less. Save at least 25% at thousands of hotels worldwide if you book by September 24th. You won't want this moment to pass you by. So book today at HolidayInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, honey. Just picked up the kids. First week of school, done. Maybe we celebrate with Chili's 3 for 10. Windows up or down, Sammy? Yeah, they love the crispers. And Hey, sweetie, let's practice food later, okay? Thank you. All right, gotta run. Riley, stop holding your breath, buddy. Riley! Okay, love you. See you at Chili's. It couldn't be easier with Chili's 3 for 10. Starter entree and drink, always just 10 bucks. With your favorite entrees like hand-battered chicken crispers, our just bacon burger, and more. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating restaurants only. Prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. All right, welcome back to the show. Fistry Soccer, Nick and Kartik, the song Whiskey in the Jar. I wish I had some whiskey in a jar because it is an international break and, you know, you just need to drown your sorrows. And forget about our beloved European leagues. Of course, U.S. and Mexico, as we speak right now, playing a money-spinning friendly. Uh, Kartik, what's the big talking points for the U.S. today? Well, I guess the big talking points are uh, that John Brooks uh, is not starting for some reason. I know that set Twitter ablaze about an hour ago, and um, this is the first start, I believe. Now, let me double-check and make sure he's starting, but uh, for Serginio Dest, 
the young Ajax prodigy, uh, who American fans are really excited about because, you know, generally the U.S. doesn't have players who come through Ajax's system, right? Right. Uh, Champions League semifinalist last year. He has been uh, a first-teamer the season for Ajax, uh, early uh, days in the in the Eredivisie, and uh, obviously their uh, um, yes, he did start by the way, uh, and also in their in their uh, qualifying campaign for Europe. But um, those are the big talking points for the U.S. wanting to see how he does, and then why is Brooks not starting? Well, you know, interestingly enough, I mean, you and I actually talked about this the other day uh, a little bit. Um, you know, Greg Berhalter, in, in, in some respects, he really has a, a very tough mandate because there are very high expectations about this team. Everybody, of course, devastated that the U.S., uh, you know, didn't uh, didn't make, uh, you know, didn't make the uh, the World Cup. But at the same time, he doesn't have the greatest player pool to work with. No, he doesn't. And, and I think... Um, American fans are notorious. Now, maybe it's the case all over the world. I mean, we know English fans used to be really bad at this and Mexican fans, but American fans are notoriously, um, notoriously bad for overrating their talent, particularly young talent. And then when guys are middle aged and they're, you know, toiling at some mid table club in Germany or in England, you know, Fulham or for, a Bruce Mucci Gladbach, then saying, "Oh, well, that guy's no good." Or the mo- the latest one is uh, DeAndre Yedlin at, at uh, Newcastle. Uh, oh, that guy's no good. You know, and, and there's some 18 year old who uh, is coming through the academy of some European club who's never gotten a first team game. Oh, that guy should start right away. So, <clears throat> American fans uh, don't they they have this horrible tendency to overrate their young players, and they're doing it again with Burhalter. This this uh, uh, program is missing a generation of or two of really good players if you noticed uh even in as that uh, 2018 qualifying uh campaign uh petered out the the most reliable performers on that team were either guys that were uh very young like christian pulisic or very old like uh, clint dempsey and michael bradley you mean right? chelsea there was no nobody wait, 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 in their wait. 20s that was good Chris, christian i'm sorry i don't know a christian pulisic oh you mean chelsea Oh yeah, yeah, the NBC guy, right? You know, yeah, the um, NBC, yeah, the, the whole team, Chelsea, yeah, 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 right. But now it's the same thing. You know, Weston McKinney has emerged at Schalke. He had a, he's had a couple good seasons in the Bundesliga. Uh, same thing with Tyler Adams over at Leipzig, who's injured and is not in this match. Uh, but those guys are all twenty-one or younger, um, and there's nobody really in their twenties who's a reliable performer. And American fans don't seem to get this uh, this reality. One other talking point, though, uh, from tonight's match is. Um, we're seeing McKinney play in kind of a, a number 10 role um, and Pulisic play out wide. That's really interesting because McKinney plays in a, 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 a deep-lying midfield role with Schalke uh, in the Bundesliga, but he's playing in an attacking midfield role here. And then also uh, Alfredo Morales, who's been playing well, another Bundesliga player, been playing well uh, at, at uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf for a while, and it wasn't getting called in for some strange reason, did get called in today and, and is starting. So I mean, that's that's good to see. Well, we'll have to wait and see how this uh, match ends. I mean, it's just a friendly. I mean, look, uh, I think uh, last show we asked the question, is CONCACAF uh, football's most boring confederation? And, uh, I mean, the standout team in CONCACAF is clearly Mexico. And we went right. a long period of time since about 2000 or so, 2001 or so, until, say, last year, where... The U.S. was 
uh, sniffing around uh, relevancy. Let's just put it that way. Right. We're, we're threatening relevancy within CONCACAF. But, I mean, the meltdown in the U.S. national team, I, I don't put it down to Jurgen Klinsmann, by the way. I don't put it down to uh, – I mean, U.S. soccer obviously ultimately is at fault because they're the ones that will take uh, the plaudits with, with all the successes. Uh, I, I will put it this way. Guys like Bruce Arena had too much time with the U.S. national team. Um, you know, yeah. w- w- uh, th- they received too much credit for what the team did. But at the end of the day, the U.S. team got where it was because there was a cadre uh, of a, a, an elite core of players who were above average players who plied their trade at a high level, getting game time day in and day out in Europe. I'm talking about guys like um, uh, uh, the Brian McBrides of the world going back yeah, a while. Yeah, there were right? so many. I mean, I mean that's the thing. The Clint Dempsey's, uh, the uh, Claudia Rayners. And again, we're talking about a whole generation. Obviously, not all of these guys took the the pitch at the same time. I mean, a guy like Landon Donovan, who was, let's face it, Landon was a standout talent. I mean, he was, he was. I would say he wasn't even above average. I will say he was a good international player who could have fit in on any team had he had the uh, Wavos Rancheros uh, to want to really uh, to really challenge himself at that level. But he really didn't. I mean, he was, you know, comfortable sort of being the being the uh, big fish in a small pond and uh and I think he got very uncomfortable when he had to go to uh go somewhere where he had to sort of prove himself day in and day out not that he didn't have the talent by the way I, I think Landon always did have the talent a- and you know one of the problems is is that first of all as the uh as the Premier League and the European leagues have got bigger and bigger and better and better and more expensive um it's much more difficult for US players to get that type of uh, exposure and opportunity in those leagues, therefore they're seasoning. So, and I also think that the academy system and the growth of MLS means a lot of players are staying in the U.S. and are swimming in the in 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 the small pond, and they're happy to be, you know, small or medium-sized fish in a small pond, and and they don't get they don't steal themselves in the crucible of fire that they would in Europe. Yeah, I think every player is different, Nick. I mean, there's some guys who develop better if they stay in the U.S., but the point is the U.S. Did, does not Which have, ones, I mean, Kartik? Wait, wait. Name no, no, me, think, no, I, name I, me I think, one. I think a guy like Aaron Long, who's come through USL, uh, who's starting in this match, who's the best defender the U.S. has right now, uh, a guy who's come through USL uh, and then came through MLS, was better off. If he had gone that we've had a number of players that have flopped and gone to Europe at 18. I can name a bunch of them. Preston Zimmerman, Frankie Semek, uh, Zach Whitbread, who was actually at Liverpool and then went to yep. Norwich. He just never amounted to anything. Sometimes these guys just aren't good enough to, and, and, and they're, they can't compete in Europe uh, at a young age because they're just not good enough. So they have to be nurtured here. I'm not saying that's the case for everyone, but I think that there are some definite cases of that. Now, back to your earlier point, Nick, though. Old, every single guy you mentioned is better than any player on this team right now. That's what And then I would me. throw out some oh, other well, guys, like Steve well, Chirondolo. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah, throw but, out Pulisic, because I, I believe he has talent. I believe he Well, yeah, he but he be. hasn't proven that he's as good as a McBride or, or no. Dempsey or Donovan yet. I mean, um, crying but, out loud, Claudia Reyna captained Rangers. Yeah, at a time when Rangers was Rangers. Not yeah, that's right. Rangers now. Now, now um, they're strangers. Yeah. Back then they were Rangers. <laughs> 
No, but but you had a lot of guys. Steve Chirondolo, Captain ha- Hanover. Hanover 96, um, you know, right. That's right. Yeah. But right, I mean, you know, we, we had uh, the Bundesliga, and we had Hanneman, and we had Brad Friedel in Europe, and Friedel. you know, in in the Premier League, and oh yeah, those were the days. But anyway, uh, uh, the, even guys like Bobby Tommy, we forget about how the decent Eddie Lewis had a really good okay, career in England. Hold it right there, Kartik, because we've got to go to yeah. break. But well, let's pick this up on the other side, because I think when fans of the U.S. look at where we are now and when we look back, I I, I have my own opinion. I know you're going to differ from me, Kartik, but let's share it when we come back. History okay, Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. Uh, I'm Nick Eber. He's Carter Krishnaya. By the way, we're with you weeknights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, right here on these networks. Big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. And, of course, I'd like to say hello to Kerry, who's listening to me somewhere in this great metropolis of Las Vegas. Okay, time to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit, and 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your card? Are repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. 
If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Well, funnily enough, uh, talking about how boring CONCACAF is, we would come back with this song, which is No Fun from uh, Iggy Pop, and, or Iggy and the Stooges, actually. Very appropriate song, because uh, CONCACAF really is a very dull confederation. Uh, we're watching the two, um, I would say, most interesting teams in CONCACAF, the U.S. and Mexico, play uh, for what, you know, and it, it, it's very appropriate, because this is like, I don't know, there's many, the U.S. and Mexico play as many times as there are, I don't know, superhero movies. It's like the ultimate sequel. Yeah, I'm not sure that they're the two most interesting teams in CONCACAF. Uh, uh, Costa Rica has been much more interesting than over the course of the last few years. I mean, the U.S. I mean, the U.S. is dire. I mean, and, and the U.S.'s fan base. This, this, and we're going to get to this discussion about MLS fans later and Don Garber not knowing the fan base. I think part of it is that the, the core fan of the U.S. men's national team is very different than the average fan of a club in this country, including MLS clubs like Portland and Seattle. There is a kind of an ultra-nationalist tinge to a lot of U.S. men's national team fans. They don't really understand what they're watching. They don't know what good football is. Um, they're 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 um, they, well, well appe- the jingoism appeals to them. Yeah, yeah, but, but and hold, that's not hold the on case a with, Like Portland fans. I mean, interestingly, you know, uh, when when I started this way back in two thousand and one, um, I remember one of the things that I said at the time because as the U.S. was getting ready for the two thousand two World Cup, we were talking about the growth of the game in America, and I said the growth of the game in America was inextricably linked to the success of the men's national team. Yeah. Um. And while I would say that was an extremely brilliant comment coming from quite obviously one of the 21st century's greatest minds, uh, myself, I was probably a little wrong. Because I think the success of the game has been not just inextricably linked, not just to the success of the men's national team, but also to that of the women as well. Uh, and, And I think we shouldn't you know, shouldn't give them short thrift because short shrift because I, you know they are they are responsible for sort of maintaining the growth while the men have floundered around like a fish out of water. And the but the bottom line is is that no matter up until very very recently, the U.S. could play the under five team from Venezuela, and at that point you would still sell out stadiums and the the crowd with chant usa usa oh they were so creative with that chant weren't they yeah um i think actually as the soccer consuming public has become more savvy and has seen more product and now i'm not really just talking about mls now i'm talking about soccer as an entity as a sport in its entirety um, I think that it's starting to call BS on some of the BS that U.S. soccer puts out there. 
in terms of ticket prices, in terms of expecting sellouts when the U.S. played Jamaica in New Jersey for the 800,000th time and the tickets are 60 bucks and they, you know, they want to fill a, a 50,000 seat arena and they end up these days filling a lot less. Uh, so I think the, the, the uh, soccer population, the, the fandom of the U.S. national team is perhaps starting to wear off a little bit. Having said that, there is a core of American supporters, you know, the American outlaws being a great example of those, that have really found a home for their, for themselves uh, in following, obviously, the U.S. national team and the community and social uh, circles amongst themselves that that brings. And so I think, in many respects, that's what we see. But having said that, Kartik, I still think these are the two most in, uh, most interesting teams in the Confederation, no matter what you say. By the way, Mexico going one up. Yeah, I mean, I do have to point out prior to this uh, to this last World Cup qualifying cycle, by the way, the U.S. did win the Hex three yes, straight please. cycles. So they Good actually point. finished ahead of they did actually finish ahead of Mexico all those times. Yeah, uh, what happened in the World Cup after that may have differed. Uh, although you know the U.S. has been competitive in World Cups, um, I do think Costa Rica, I do think uh, Jamaica, to me is incredibly interesting. There's so much raw talent there, uh, and so many guys who play in European leagues. Um, but your initial point, I, I, I completely agree with that. I said for years the U.S. men's and women's national team were the driver of football fandom in this country. MLS, everybody else was along for the ride, and the, the national teams have to be successful. But as um, European football has been more accessible, you know, I, I walk down the street, I see more Liverpool kits and Real Madrid kits and Bayern Munich kits and uh, uh, Manchester United kids. I was just probably seen more of those than anything, unfortunately. But, um, you know, it's it, it changed, right? And I think um, the accessibility of European football and that Americans now are more discerning consumers. We know what good football looks like. So when the U.S. Soccer Federation tells us this is some sort of quality product, uh, this is some sort of great show that uh, the U.S. national team is putting out there, um, yeah, people don't, don't believe them anymore. Anymore. Yeah. yeah, we don't play the them anymore. And quite, quite frankly, most MLS games are, are more interesting in terms of the quality of play than the U.S. men's national team. I, mean, I think that's a stretch. By uh, a subpar uh, domestic no, yeah, yeah. Well, for, first of all, I just want to comment on this, this goal that was just scored. Uh, Tecatito, yeah. whose uh, name is uh, Corona, and plays for Porto. Great, great goal. Yeah, fantastic goal. Uh, they just opened up the U.S. defense. Yeah. Look, the U.S. Uh, uh, the, the 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 U.S. men's national team, most of their players could not even make the MLS All-Star team at this point. The, well, the best players at MLS are all foreigners. So they're not even relevant in their own domestic league, which is you know, a subpar was, domestic top division. Okay, so I was listening to Talk Sport, and they had on a player whose name escapes me. He was an English player. It was kind of at the end of his career. He was playing in Salt Lake right now. Uh, you might rem- You might know who he is. Um to be fair, I don't follow MLS close enough uh, to to remember offhand uh, who all the uh, you know the roster, but I'll 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 look it up here in a minute. And um, you know it was interesting. They were asking him about you know playing in the U.S. and his point was very simple. He said, you know, it's great. It's kind of uh, uh, the football's okay. It's kind of a uh, slower pace there's a lot of travel but it's not as grueling as the premier league you get more time to spend with your family you get four to five months off you get christmases off ah it's a good place you know the weather's nice 
the tax rate is low, life is good. And, and that just tells me, you know, again, retirement league. Well, part of it is, uh, I, and I know I'm not, I, I don't know what MLS would genuinely look like if they had charter flights, if everybody flew charter flights and they played uh, in the months that are not the hottest months in the year in a country that is generally hot. I mean, to me, part of the slowness of madness of playing through the summer in a in a, in, in a climate that so you know it's like I, I just don't get it and then anytime I try and have the calendar discussion um, you know your former co-host uh, I know agrees with me and I've had it with him he's one of the few people my point of view Nick Wester um, they start saying oh well if against the NFL or you go up against him okay, I'm concerned about the yeah. ball improving in this country all right, Kartik, you're going to have to you reconnect know, because I'm, I'm, I'm losing right? you. You're actually uh, running in and out. Uh, oh, God, we're only getting parts of you. So I will ask you to reconnect, Kartik, if you might. Actually, the guy I was talking about was a guy named Nedum uh, Onuoa, who plays uh, right now for uh, uh, Rail Salt Lake. And uh, he is um, played for Man City. And he was the guy that was talking about sort of the lifestyle and and, and, and how important the, the lifestyle was for him to be here with his family. Now, keep in mind, he's, uh, I don't know, 32 years old. Um, but it is, it is very interesting. And, and you know, it's, it's, why, it's why Landon Donovan preferred to play for the L.A. Galaxy, his hometown. Everything was comfy. He could go to the beach. He could hang out with Bianca, who I don't think he's married to anymore. But, you know, and, and he could have this sort of life as opposed to going to Europe and, and just burning the candle at both ends. Uh, look, I'm not going to make any value judgments about what people prioritize in their life. I mean, uh, I uh, was really upset with Landon when he made that decision uh, not to apply his trade in Europe because I felt quite strongly that he was such a great talent that I really wanted to see him break through. But, you know, by the same token, who am I to tell people what should be important in their life and what isn't important in their life. Uh, I don't know if I have Kartik with me anymore. I'll have him back here in a second. But, you know, this is yeah, why... Yeah, I am here. I am here. Okay. So, I mean, this is why, Kartik, I find this so interesting. But MLS provides them that opportunity because it just doesn't drive them. Yeah. And, again, I think a big part of it is when MLS plays. Like I was just saying, I think the playing through the summer with enormous travel, which is, um, you know, I, I believe maybe in this country we should be having regional leagues, but that's a whole other conversation. Maybe. Um, enormous travel, playing in the hottest months of the year in a hot country, in a, in a climate that is getting hotter by the year, makes no sense from a football standpoint. But, of course, this is a league that puts commercial interests first and, and has bots out there who say things like, oh, well, we can't, we can't play through in this country. It's so cold and every freeze. And, uh, oh, we don't want to compete with American. Well, you compete with American football already. And you don't even know who your fans are, which gets back to a larger point that we're going to talk about. Which we're going to talk about in the next segment. In the next segment, we're going to re renew our discussion of uh, American soccer and MLS. We're going to talk about this issue with the Iron Front. And I know it sounds awful, the Iron Front. Sound like the stormtroopers are coming to knock down your door. It's actually the opposite. Uh, but we're going to talk about that when we come back here on Fist Street Soccer. I apologize for some of the technical issues we're having. Uh, that is the miracle of modern radio. Kartik can sound like he's right next to me. But actually, he's in Florida I'm in Las Vegas, and uh, you are listening to us. Gosh, I don't know where I can. 
fan. Maybe you're on a cruise ship somewhere. Maybe you're flying high, uh, uh, 40,000 feet above the Earth in one of those lovely Emirates uh, first-class suites. I don't know. You could be wherever you want to be. But anyway, you're here with us, and we're with you weeknights at 9 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Hall of Fame catcher Johnny Bench for Blue Emu. Hemp oil is everywhere, but not every hemp oil product is made the same. Now introducing Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil. Why not trust the Blue Emu brand that has been the number one selling emu oil brand for over five years? Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil has been organically grown. It is pesticide-free, non-GMO, made in the USA, and most importantly, odor-free. Order Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil today on Amazon or the Blue Emu website. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Oh, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable, Super Fast Network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got. Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916.19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and covers not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Now's the time to travel and be with the people you care about the most. And at Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn Express, we're helping you be there for less. Save at least 25% at thousands of hotels worldwide if you book by September 24th. You won't want this moment to pass you by. So book today at HolidayInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. I see many endings laid before us. Some good, most bad. <laughs> Netflix original series. The Skeksis are hiding something. Ten. No one. The journey begins. Where's your sense of adventure? As darkness rises. Together we can stop the Skeksis. We will stand with you. The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. All episodes now streaming only on Netflix. Hey, sweetie, it's Mom. I know you and Bobby have only been dating for two days, but I still think we should all celebrate. Oh, we can do margaritas at Chili's. They've got that fancy one of the month for five bucks, which is like just as many days as your last relationship. <laughs> Funny, right? Oh, talk soon. Come into Chili's now for our $5 margarita of the month. It's the perfect reason to catch up with friends or celebrate whatever. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating restaurants only. Prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. Must be 21 to consume alcohol. Drink responsibly. All right, you're back with Nick and Kartik, Fifth Street Soccer. Good to be with you. Um, we're talking about the uh, state of viewer of soccer in the U.S. We talk about this a lot, by the way, and um, and of course, when our beloved uh, European leagues are uh, told to take the week off or two weeks off, so that their best players can play meaningless friendlies or silly qualification for tournaments that uh, should be qualified in a different manner. 
Uh, it really just kind of irritates me. But, well, I'm easily irritated. I don't know what else to say. Uh, before we go any further, you know, I am watching Christian Pulisic play here in this match against Mexico. And I like this kid. His work rate is good. He doesn't stop. You know, you turn him on and he just keeps going and he doesn't stop and he doesn't take breaks and he doesn't have negative body language and he doesn't, you know, pout about missing balls. He does have a lot to learn, but, you know, he could very well be, uh, he could very well be uh, the next Landon Donovan. And I hate to use Landon as the yardstick, but, you know, Kartik, I have trouble because. Yeah, we've had some great. Let's name off some of the great players: Ernie Stewart, Eric Winalda, um, you know, uh, Brian McBride, Clint Dempsey. Uh, who else? Who else am I missing? We talked about uh, this. Uh, Claudia Reina. Thank you, Claudia Ramos. Re- yeah, Claudia Reina, Tad Ramos. Of course, Hanneman um, and Brad Friedel, and uh, you know, Gutierrez before he got hurt. Oh yeah, Gutierrez. Uh, yeah. Oh, Carlos Bocanegra. For Thank sure. you. Yeah, he played for a number of years. He played for Fulham right? for a long time. Carlos Bocanegra, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know these players. Sacked up, manned up, went abroad, and, you know, were decent squad players. Some of them were maybe even better than squad players. Um, But because we have Major League Soccer now, which is expanding, and remember, when it expands, it creates a giant vacuum in the soccer pool because it needs to fill players in because obviously these teams can't afford to fill uh, a roster with designated players. So a lot of those players that might otherwise have gone to apply their trade ablo- abroad now find themselves you know, playing in USL, playing in MLS. And while I certainly am not going to sit here and berate the quality of USL, because I think in terms of a second-tier league, it's doing its job. As much as I dislike the structure of the league or the people that run it and all the rest of that stuff... Um, you know, I, I think Kartik USL has to stay largely immune from this discussion. Uh, but MLS has an enormous demand for journeyman players, for squad players. And a lot of those U.S. guys that might have gone to Europe to give it a try. The Zach Whitbreads, as you mentioned, great example, right? I mean, it didn't work out for Zach, but it just as easily could have. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if that's true, although you're right. There's so many, uh, so many teams now in MLS. Maybe it is. The MLS now, I shouldn't say the MLS. It's not the MLS. MLS, uh, Nick, I don't know if you've noticed, they have a lower percentage of um, domestic eligible or national team eligible players uh, in their league. Or US, US national, it's a U.S. league. So U.S. eligible players in, in their league than uh, just about any top domestic league outside of, I mean, even the Premier League's numbers are coming up, even though they're still at about 40%. Under half the uh, players in MLS are eligible to play for the U.S. men's national team, which is pretty stunning when this is, I'm going to get back to this point. Soccer United marketing is essentially subsidized by U.S. soccer in the form of all these no-bid contracts they get uh, uh, for, for, for media rights and for marketing. Right for the federation. Right. So essentially, they are the U.S. Soccer Federation, which should have this league. If they're subsidizing this league, this league should be at least you know fifty percent American, sixty-five uh, percent American. It's not um, because I think salary demands now too, Nick, are that because so many American players have gone to Europe, it's cheaper to get Central American and, and Caribbean players in the league. That don't really have European demand. But if you build so a wall, they can't come. the middle of the American pool where a lot of those guys are ending up in USL. It's, 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 you know, MLS, everything MLS does is about money. 
And, and that's, you, that's just the fundamental thing you have to understand when discussing it. Everything they do is about conservative economics and penny pinching. <laughs> oh, God, you sound like someone I know. Um, you listening, Charles? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, it's not all bad. It's not all bad. But one of the things that I don't like about MLS, uh, and you and I have discussed this, is that, you know, if, if one considers that MLS and Soccer United Marketing and U.S. Soccer are this sort of unholy, unholy trinity, so to speak, unholy trinity, I said, um, their desire is to control all aspects of soccer that might make a penny. Doesn't matter whether it's licensing or, you know, uh, we, we saw this with, uh, um, payments, right? With training payments. Uh, I forget the name of it now, you know, with the, uh, the whole court case. Training, was uh, compensation. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, training compensation. And, and, um, I'm having a complete brain freeze just because I'm old, Kartik. Um, their desire to control all aspects of the financial world of football at all levels in this country. Uh, and, and that is now, unfortunately manifested itself in yet another form, which is MLS's desire to control the thought process and the enjoyment and the way fans view and consume soccer. MLS now says, we want you to consume soccer the way we tell you to. You will enjoy it the way we will. They are the football Gestapo of the modern era. Your peppers, please. Und you will join, enjoy the game as I say you will. Uh, und the open Gruppenführer, Don Garber, will come to you and he will put you away for a long time if you do not do these things. Now look, I'm joking about that, of course, but the fact of the matter is they are terribly controlling. You know, you go to a match, for example, in, uh, right now, we're dealing with terrible racism. Uh, all over Europe. And racism that's once again manifesting itself. We talked uh, the other day about calorie, f- ca- calorie fans in Italy making monkey chants at Romelu Lukaku, which is uh, despicable and disgusting and quite frankly disturbing beyond belief and, and makes you really, uh, makes you cry inside a little bit, you know, when you think that, that an entire stadium or entire section of a stadium could be, uh, could be just so bloody awful. I don't know what else to say. But, you know, if you were to go to a match in Europe and, and they unfurl, and unfurl a kick racism out of football banner, uh, that's going to be applauded everywhere, right, Kartik? Uh, you would think, but, but not, not in, in America, MLS. in Major League yeah. Soccer, that would be considered a political statement, would it not, Kartik? Yep, uh, according to MLS it is. Right, and I mean, so there's a group called the Iron Front, uh, what are they, Sounders supporters? Is that right? Or, or, or Timbers supporters? Well, yeah, the, the Timbers and the Sounders have both had uh, ha- had that anti-fascism, and so, so has uh, Vancouver, historically. All three right. of those Cascadia clubs have, had this, so this uh, is, have embraced this movement. So this is a, a group of fans that have embraced the Antifa, the anti-fascist movement, uh, of yep. course, for diversity, for inclusion, for treating people with dignity. Uh, and Major League Soccer have founded upon themselves to claim that the Iron Front unfurling its banners at these games is a political statement, therefore a violation of their terms of service, uh, by the way, which they can change year in and year out, willy-nilly, just as they desire. And they have actually banned some fans from coming to their games because of this. Now, I would think MLS is in no position to ban anyone from coming to their games. 
Yeah, especially when the vast majority of soccer fans I interact with in this country, I, I mean, I think I may have said this the other day on this show. I think I did. Was that, that you know, I, I come from a background in working in politics and some activist uh, left of center politics and, and the Democratic Party stuff. And I have met far more progressive, liberal, aggressive liberal people, progressive people it, through soccer than I ever did through working on the left in politics. Right. Um, and they've gravitated to soccer as a sport in this country, or f- football as we like to call it, but soccer, we'll call it that to differentiate it from American football, uh, because it's, it's, a, it's an international sport. It's a, uh, it, it, it's a working class sport in most countries, and it's a, a place where uh, quite frankly, because a lot of these people like to be different and they don't like American sports and they don't like the structure of American sports where they they feel very comfortable and they feel very accepted. So um, over the course of the last 10 or 15 years, this is who has developed as a fan base for soccer in this country, especially in the Pacific Northwest, um, which is a liberal region all its own. There's a reason why the, the, the soccer uh, Football, soccer is more popular there than in other parts of the country. Um, MLS that just does not know its fan base. I mean, I, I, I just. But does it I, does I, it I, care I'm to know? This fight. Does it does it care to know, Carter? Do, do they care? As long as you show up, buy a hot dog, a beer, or whatever they call it the, the, at the stadiums, and, and spend your concession money and buy the tickets and help them inflate their their gate numbers. Um, why Why would they care? But they do. You know why? Because right, Don Garber thinks he's, uh, what's his face, the head of the NFL. Yeah, he thinks it's, he's, ta- uh, what's the name of the commissioner now? Not Tagliabue. Um, I can picture him, Goodell. He thinks he's, yeah. yeah. thinks he's Roger yeah, Goodell. Or he yeah. wanted to be Goodell. Or he wanted to be Goodell. Um, I, I think Probably wants his you paycheck. also have a fundamental situation where, uh, and now there's growing concern, and we, we can get into this in another show, that MLS owners are trying to keep selling uh, new clubs so that they can make enough money to where they can all cash out after the 2026 World Cup. That's a growing concern. And the rate at which they're trying to sell clubs, the rate at which they're expanding, um, and the rate at which they are willing to, 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 to engage in some degree of cognitive dissonance when it comes to their own supporters is alarming. It is a little disturbing. I mean, MLS really just lives in a vacuum. They live in a vacuum. They don't care what happens outside of the vacuum. If they could somehow figure to add the subliminal message to all television and streaming broadcasts the world over that says MLS is the best soccer in the world. MLS is the only soccer in the world. Don't watch anything else. Only watch MLS. If they could do that, they would. This is Don Garber speaking. Uh, they really would do that. I mean, that's how that's how much they want to control yeah, this. Yeah, I think they don't even – you can't even have an open discussion with them about anything. So Alex Morgan, uh, she's on her uh, victory tour after winning the World Cup for the women, made a very good point about the inaccessibility of the sport to um, – to, uh, and the pay-to-play model and the inaccessibility of the sport to, to working-class families. She says this. Don Garber decides to respond that basically Alex Morgan doesn't know what she's talking about. She must be talking about the women's game because here in the men's game, MLS is making <laughs> soccer accessible for everyone. And he needs such a fool How is out that of herself, possible? himself because, first of all, she's got the bully, bully pulpit, right? Right. Uh, and people are going to listen to her. And secondly, everybody knows she's right on that. 
Well, and he's so full of crap. I mean, seriously, you t- what, what, what do you tell me? MLS is somehow making it possible. Let's see. You know what MLS is doing? MLS has their own academies, okay, and that's it. They have their academies, yeah. and they have their league, and that's it. And basically everybody else be damned, and MLS is going to make sure that whatever they have is the top of whatever pyramid is out there. And uh, everybody else, the great masses, can swim in the cesspool of uh, of amateur youth Mediocre soccer, and and no more evident than this new, um, this new uh, uh, league system within the academy, where all the MLS teams academies are somehow in the uh, in the A tier of this, even one that's never played before, and all of the other <laughs> ones are somehow in the B division. I mean, you know, it's 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 the that's the biggest load of balderdash I've ever heard. But what do you expect from the spinmeister? I mean, he is really full of caca. Yeah, he is full of caca, and that. Uh, just for those who don't know, real quickly, that's the Inter Miami uh, Academy here in Fort Lauderdale, or just down the road from me. Uh, because uh, they are associated with David Beckham and MLS, they got a free pass to the first division. While our established youth clubs in this area that have been in the DA since the beginning got relegated to the second division. It's, it's so we, disgusting. I guess we do have pro Yeah, we do have pro But you know, and, and just just listen to what they talk about when a team goes from USL to MLS, they are quote unquote promoted. They're not promoted. <laughs> they bought their way. I mean, okay, we've got to go to break. I'm sorry. We've got to go to break. We'll be right back after this on Fist Street Soccer. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words 
buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. All right, welcome back. History Soccer, we're live with you Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211 Dan Patrick Sports. Just a couple minutes left. Nick Ebron, Kartik, Krishna with you. Kartik, uh, final thoughts on the evening. Yeah, I think uh, there's just a lot to talk about in terms of MLS and them not understanding their fans and, and really going out of their way uh, to make everything about finances and money. Uh, as we talked about this U.S.-Mexico game that's taking place as as, as we uh, are live on the air, taking place in um, at the Meadowlands, or what used to be the Meadowlands, you know, MetLife, uh, right. it's just a cash grab. It's just a cash grab. Just a great big cash grab. Don Garber's hands, yep. uh, U.S. soccer, and of course it is Don Garber's hands at the end of the day because they because MLS yep. owns the rights to the U.S. men's national team. Right. Through and Soccer United Market. No big contract. Yeah, well, with a no-big contract. So, I mean, this is just a cynical power grab, and it is time, high time, we got somebody at U.S. Soccer who is going to play evenly, open the sport to everybody that wants to participate, and make value judgments about who is going to do the best for the sport. Maybe sometimes that will be MLS. Maybe sometimes that won't. But we never see the sometimes that won't from U.S. soccer. And if they're not going to do it, FIFA needs to inter- intercede. Uh, I doubt that will ever happen uh, because the last thing they want to do is to, you know, irritate the country that is the home of FIFA's favorite thing. You know what I'm talking about. The almighty dollar. All right. At Nick Heber and Kartik Krishnaya, just a reminder, tune in Monday through Friday. We talk the beautiful game. I know we can't wait for the European leagues to start again, but that's just because we're spoiled that way. In the meantime, find us on Twitter at Fifth Street Sports. Or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Uh, have a good one. We'll speak to you next time. Cheers. Hi, this is Ron Barr. If you like insightful, interesting sports talk and interviews with the biggest names in sports, then join us for Sports Byline USA, coming up next on the Worldwide Sports Byline USA Network.